Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi everyone, I'm Joey Page and I am one of the cohorts of... Got a problem at the podcast, which you are currently watching or listening to. I host this with Bilal Zafar. He's over there wearing a right smart jacket. Thank you very much. My wife got me this. Yeah. From Uniqlo. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, I kind of want to dress like a Japanese man, I think. Yeah, me too. It's cool. I'm not doing me. it today, but I do. When I'm in my block colors, that's what I'm trying to it's do. It's pretty cool, some yeah. of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Wes Anderson Japanese man. How have you been? I'm very good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you up to? L- lose anything else? Uh, I've not lost anything. I'm thinking about, you know, the, the jumper that I lost. The jumper? The jumper. I'm yeah. thinking about rebuying it. Is that mad? But I miss it a lot. But it's going to be 40 quid to rebuy it. It's sad when you have a bit of clothing. Just move on. You have a comfortable bit of clothing in it. Not even comfortable, stylish. That really helped with my Japanese man aesthetic. Not even comfortable? I'd yeah, say move on. Yeah. Oh, Very you mean not just... Right. Also, it just made me look great. Ah. Maybe look like I'm scouting for a film location in the 80s. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. Speaking of looking great, yeah. uh, I'll tell you the problem I have this week. Go on. Um, it's that when people do, um, sometimes people will very kindly do um, like fan art type things. Who are these losers? And sometimes you look great and then sometimes they make you look kind of bad and it makes you self-conscious. And that is something I'm having an issue with, which will... Talk to our guest about. We will talk to our guest about it. And, and I don't want to waste too much time with me giving my opinion on it right this second because we do need to get him in because we've only He's got, got places time to today. be. So I, I, I'll hold fire on that. But needless to say, I think you've got um, some confidence issues that you need to work on. It's nothing to do with people's drawings. I think you've got some. I think it's the drawings that's the problem. Okay. What's your issue? Um, you're going you're gonna to absolutely hate this. I was having a conversation last night with my girlfriend. And I literally couldn't, you know, when you have those conversations where you're like, would you rather this or would you rather that? Mm. You know, silly, incidental. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. But this one has been a real, it's really stuck in my craw, as people say. (laughs) She said, would you rather have a really brilliant career as a comedian and everything you ever wanted out of your career and have an awful little Wider than it is long, chode penis. Wider than it is long. Or, or have a have a knowingly miserable career, mm. but you've got a perfectly fine penis. So not even amazing, just perfectly fine. No, you know, just like fit for purpose. A <laughs> just, good, a good just penis. normal. Yeah, the one I've got. I'm happy with that. So you've just described our lives now. Why you're having the successful career with no, a penis? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm struggling in my career, yeah, but right, everything okay. else is fine. Uh, okay, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but I literally couldn't work out. Yeah, and I don't think I'd. I don't think I could. I could live with one that I can't use. You know. I don't know. I think maybe you're putting too much emphasis of your life onto that. That's not everything. 
It's, it's something. Yeah, but a big successful career. I imagine you could be like Jimmy Carr. With a chode penis. Nobody yeah. wants to be with Jimmy Carr and his chode penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> Should we get our guest? This? Yeah. <laughs> Today's guest is a football man. And what is football? It's everything that we live by. I'm a Gunners supporter. He's a Coys boy. And we'll get into some of that, but not too much because we don't want to date the podcast. Date the podcast? You know I'm what I mean? always going to be a Tottenham fan, though, aren't I? No, I know, but we don't have the specific season because like, you might be relegated by the time this is out. It's a bit of bantering there. Oh, yeah, right. It's good. Uh, today's guest is... Uh, I found him through doing football and analysis videos on YouTube that are brilliant. Um, and he's also been... He's a, on a good podcast this one and he very interesting guy everyone yes. it's jj ball jj ball welcome welcome to the show thanks for having me on the show welcome thanks for having me on the show welcome <laughs> welcome um, thanks <laughs> how are you doing today it's really good to be here on the show yeah yeah, yeah. fantastic i walked through soho to get here do people know where you film this it's all right does it matter i don't think there's going to be like a i don't think a we're thronging get... crowd outside right. if they find out the exact location of the i think it's all right i think it's quite easy to find out where it's filmed to know what if it what if it really kicks off and then like in two years we're still doing it here and you know you've got all folk waiting for you outside well just high security right yeah yeah what did you do on your walk through soho uh i walked i checked my phone a bit while walking, I made sure I, to know where I was going. I also made sure sometimes I would have two hands on it, just in case any sneaky people want to steal it from me. That happened so, to yeah. a friend of mine in Soho Square. Yeah. He's fan taken one of the flip ones. Yeah, I thought do it all the time. Mm. You, you ever been me? mugged? Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's been mugged you, three times. You love asking four this times. question on the podcast. Yeah. No, three. It's three. terrifying, isn't it? It's going to yeah. be four I mean, this, this episode isn't going out for a couple of weeks. It could be four by the time it actually goes out. Yeah. That's interesting information, though, because when people have listened to this, it will have gone out. So, like, you're yeah. playing with time. I know. It's so exciting, isn't yeah. it? Bilal hates it when I mention anything like that. I don't like it. This um, is happening in the future and the past and now. Do you think time is a loop? Uh, well, <laughs> I actually really like this chat. I think, uh, yes. It's not. It's probably not linear. Mm. Uh, it's all everything, right? Yeah, so it's everything everywhere all at once to the speed of light and that's one of the things people say that could be a simulation that we live in is that um, <laughs> one of the things would be if the render speed of the computer of the simulation we're in is the speed of light that's why we can't travel faster than it because it couldn't possibly render anything faster than that but what if it crashed well, that's the big bang that could happen that's yeah. the big bang yeah. well, it's like we're doing the Joe Rogan podcast now isn't it? I mean I don't what know what about flat earth I don't think the earth is flat, no. The big bang could be that when we create our own AI and then that creates its own AI, you see? So like when, when AI becomes like 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 AGI and it's sentient, yeah. then that would be the big bang of that particular thing and then it might create its own universe or whatever. So that would be... They don't know how it started. It started with an enter button. Do you think you can time travel? Uh, if you can travel faster than the speed of light. Right. That's what you could see, right? Cause, is that? Okay. And then apparently... <laughs> apparently if you... Uh, only way you could time travel would be... <laughs> Well, I am a scientist, remember, uh, is if you had like a starting point. Actually? Yes. And uh, <laughs> if you had a starting point and then um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be where you could go from. So maybe the starting point is in the future and then you could go back between them. It could also be what UFOs are. We've gone into a real thing. <laughs> I don't so, mind. Yeah. I don't mind this at all. I thought it was all going to be about football, but... Mm. I, am, I am also just doing something to tie this into the actual podcast no, that's good um, I'm asking it's it's a feature we do sometimes 
I'm asking um, chat open AI um, what problems you might have. And we're going to see what it says. Oh, nice. Mm. That's good. I use, I like ChatGPT. It's good. Is that what you're using ChatGPT yeah. or different yeah. one? Yeah. He just said it weird. Well, there's auto chat or something, isn't it? It's like Hypothetically, right what? That would, that would date problems. the podcast better and everything because in two weeks it won't be auto AI or ChatGPT. It'll be some other guy. It'll be master. <laughs> yeah. Because we will be under its control. Yeah, but the fact that we're using it now might give us some leeway. They might, it might like us. Yeah. There's a theory that if you are polite to AI, it does remember some some of them. So, so while he's looking that up, you obviously talk about football a lot and uh, analyse all sorts of things, and you make predictions. How angry are football fans at you for some of these things? I imagine it kicks off a bit. Uh, yeah, it can do. I think uh, my colleague John McKenzie gets a real rough time of it. John is brilliant, though. Like he did this thing at Aston Villa where he says the underlying numbers and what he sees as a football expert, that's what he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he suspects that it might level out over time and they're probably not the second best team in the Premier League. Probably not. And uh, Aston Villa fans don't want to hear this. Yeah, They want to hear that their team is the best. But everyone wants to hear that their thing is the best. Yeah. But, but I don't understand it because I'm quite neutral. Like I don't care. Mm. I'm not well, going to, but can I swear on this? <laughs> yeah, you can. Absolutely. But I, I agree with you. Like I, I'm... A pretty big Tottenham fan. I've got a season ticket, but I just think, oh, they're useless, and then I forget about it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, but I think sometimes people just need something to hold on to, whatever that is for mm. them. It's kind of the apathy of a Spurs fan, though, isn't it? Yeah, but like, like I've got a mate who I go with, and if Tottenham lose, he won't come out afterwards. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, see, like it can affect. Like I support Aberdeen, and I think it can it can affect your mood for the weekend when you lose if you're really invested. But then over time. Uh, you start to realise that it's all pointless. And f- everything is futile, and so there's not much point. Well, so I, I went, uh, I drove to the Champions League final, and we were one of them. I even sat in my seat. Oh, I spent man. three days driving there, <laughs> and, but I realised as we was walking up to the ground, I had this exact thought: if we win, mm. we are the champions of the Champions League until May. Uh, sorry, until September. It's already May, so it's all pointless because then it all starts again. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's basically for the party, like the party you get afterwards when you celebrate that thing. Yeah. Nah, but you can boast about that for forever. Yeah, but I don't want to, who cares? But the thing with um, posting about it, you didn't achieve it. No. Like it was some other people that you were paying money to watch. Yeah, yeah, a lot of That's the other thing that's quite odd about it. But it feels like you're, you're doing it. Oh, 100%. When Aberdeen won that League Cup final in like 2013, 14, it might be been that year. It was mm. one of the best days ever. Yeah. Who do you hate more, Celtic or Rangers? Uh, it's, it's really difficult to answer these questions <laughs> if you are from Scotland. I know, I know. There was, there was I, an obvious I one. What, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Don't worry. But there is one. Yeah. Um, I've asked. I've asked what your problems might <laughs> it's be. It's an obvious one. <laughs> yeah. Um, it says uh, that you have writer's block. Uh huh. Don't know if any of this resonates with you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I know. Uh, uh, you have a severe case of writer's block. Uh, despite having multiple book deadlines approaching, uh, you find yourself unable to generate new ideas or creatively express yourself. Um, you're a popular or you are a prop- popular motivational speaker uh, who suddenly kind questions of. his own purpose and passion in life. Um, you're having technology troubles. As a tech-savvy entrepreneur, you face a series of technological mishaps and setbacks, and you're having relationship woes. A charismatic relationship advisor finds himself experiencing a rough patch in his own love life. Any of that ring true? What the? Sure, yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear all of that. <laughs> yeah. You've really got some, some problems. You do lots of different things. 
as well as the football stuff, you do. I've seen you do little songs. Yeah, <laughs> that go online about like Casemiro. Yeah. Can I just quickly say it's not great to infantilize a guest by saying you do little songs. <laughs> Makes it sound so shit. Mm, I think he's right though. So <laughs> I do those little songs that are very stupid. No, but they're they're silly. Sick. They're meant to be yeah. quite silly. That's what I you know. Yeah, it's not like a serious album. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, you can't really get writer's block from doing those ones because mm. uh, all you have to do is the th- most mental thing you can think of at the exact time. You basically harness a little bit of energy uh, all of a sudden, and then you make a song about, I don't know, James McFadden becoming a robot or something. I mean, that's a bad example. It sounds a lot like my uh, <laughs> my whole Twitch channel when I had it. Yeah. You'd be great on <laughs> Twitch, by the way. Oh, I've probably said that to you before. Yeah. Something to think about. I'll go now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I had uh, Jordan Pickford host the one show because he was England's number one. That was my idea. That I had oh, I see. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so so you might be okay at that. I think you'd be better than the people that actually host it because they are dry as fuck, basically. You might save the occasional episode. Uh-huh, That's good. what we need more of. What? Yeah. Like jokes. Jokes. Well, yeah. you're a professional comedian. Yeah, uh, come on. You should catch up. Catch up. Um, fingertip save. Uh, goal kick. Mm. Don't cross the line. Back you of the net. In a Back of the net. Um, so, sh- should we run through today's problems yeah. that we've got <laughs> on the show? Um, do you want to start with yours? I know you already hate mine, so I don't want to... Did we mention them yet? No, we haven't. Um, sorry, what was it? Oh, yeah, that's it. I have, right, people sometimes, because I got a little bit popular doing stuff on Twitch and little online things, right, sometimes people will draw you, they'll do little little images of me. Do people do that of you? <laughs> Fan art. Yeah. But sometimes I don't feel like they make me look very good. <laughs> and that's an issue. What I mean is, I'm on a big diet now, right? I get I get sensitive about, get a little bit flabby there. How old are you? Bit. 31. Yeah, see. Get a little bit flabby there, right? It's just age like this. No, but they... No, I've been eating cakes, come on. But they draw me like... Jowly. They draw... Yeah, sometimes. I'm like, is this how people see me? Chubby face. But jowls are far. (laughs) You're asking me that question, genuinely. (laughs) No, I mean, (laughs) that's a problem I have. That's your problem. No, it's a weird thing because it's like people like you, so they're being nice. But they're shit at drawing. Well, they're not because it looks good. I just look like a like a, like a kind of chubby old woman in one of them. Right. Do you know what I mean? Can you send it to me? Yes. I'd love to see that. I'll show you that. I'd love to see it as well. Yeah. But that was... person's not even a fan. They just did like loads of artwork of loads of comedians and did me and I was like, hey, it looks a bit... What do you do about it? I don't know. It could it's... be that they're... Um, rather than trying to draw you uh, in a realist way, mm. they've taken their own artistic expression and what they've done is accidentally taken things from their subconscious that they're thinking about you. So maybe they're thinking of a uh, a chubby, happy man, which I don't think looks like that at all. Obviously, a very funny man, and they've associated that with a certain look. In how dare they? In like, the olden um, days, like Peter Kales. In the olden days, that's, that's exactly yeah, like Peter Kales. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, in the olden days, it was a symbol of success, right? Like um, Henry the VIII. Were, yeah, exactly, Henry the Eighth, that yeah. kind of thing. So maybe people think that you're doing well, so therefore think, you know, you you eat good. Is yeah. that what it is? I don't know. I'm trying to help you. Yeah. Feel good about Have yourself. you ever had people draw you? Uh, I mean, somebody drew me for uh, the thumbnail for this podcast and the artwork for this podcast. 
and has done a wonderful job. So it made me look like a sort of like cool boy band George Michael, which yeah. I don't look like. My wife did it. So I'm very happy with the drawing that's been done of me because mm. it doesn't look anything like me in the nicest possible way. No, it looks great. Um, I, did I tell you this? Do, do, I can't remember. Sometimes I don't remember what I've told you in real life and what I've told you on the podcast. Fine. When uh, I was out recently and somebody said, um, has anyone ever told you that you look a bit like a disheveled version of this comedian? You won't have heard of him. His name's Joey Page. What? That happened to me when? about about a month ago. But that's like everything about that is so horrible. <laughs> he was like, he was like, so you just really remind me of somebody. I was like, who? He's like, well, it's not because like it's not like someone a, you've heard of. It's don't not worry. someone you've heard of, and the disheveled version of him. Because I was like, that is me. He was like, no, it's not. And I had to show him my own Instagram. Bloody hell, man! I like things like that. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty <laughs> good. It's stage. sad. Um, my my problem is a purely hypothetical one that got put to me. And you know when people say, would you rather this or would you rather that? Yeah. Right? And I've normally I'm quite good with those sorts of things. And I've not been able to solve this one. Right? I got asked by my girlfriend, who told me not to say that she was the one who came up with this, would I rather have a really successful comedy career but also have a little sort of like chode penis like For nubbin God's sakes <laughs> or have a really awful career but a perfectly fine normal penis I'm so sorry about this okay that's an interesting question but I Got literally don't know how on <laughs> and you're talking about this I said would this be a good episode to do my silly problem and you were like yeah I said silly like, problem I didn't know it would be about your it's not mine it's a hypothetical it's well, what yours like, what's, what's well, what's what I'm saying I can't yeah. I keep on going backwards and forwards because the success, the, the success no, is better. What, with a tiny little nubbin that you can't I do think so. with? <laughs> Depends on whether your girlfriend would then leave you and how much, well, exactly. how much you would I, care about I, that. I'd, I'd suggest Depends how, yeah, how important is that? I don't really know. How much do you need her? Well, I don't think you can, I don't think you can use something like that. But imagine if you're really successful. That's great, man. Yeah, but you can't, you can't ever have sex. You could buy a new one. You could buy a new one. for money. Oh, so it's good to ask somebody who's actually clever. <laughs> think I've, of, I've literally spent yeah. nearly 24 hours thinking about that. Really? Yeah. I thought I not. thought it was straightforward, though, no. that you'd just be the successful guy. I was and thinking then... I would take my miserable career. and If you're super successful, you can figure stuff out like you've got money. The other thing is that super successful does not necessarily mean you're happy. No. That's a very good point. Yeah. But... She said that I would knowingly know how shit my career was. So I would be very unhappy with my career. Until your retirement age, then it doesn't matter. Maybe. Well, if you haven't had a successful career and you haven't put any money away for a pension, then it's only going to get worse because the state aren't going to... No point in living. Mm. Well, it's tough out there. But I guess by the time you're retired, you're not going to be using all the bits and pieces downstairs. You might. Yeah. I think people do. Mm. They must do. I, I wanted to ask um, what what you, because you seem to do a lot of different things, What what's what, do you have like a dream job? <laughs> uh, do you have a thing that you aspire to? Well, really? my dream job when I was younger was to write for The Simpsons. That's what I wanted to do. You wouldn't do that now, though. Uh, well, I'd like to go in and try and write a really good one. Mm. But, I mean, 
you know, they've got some good writers. Some of the original writers are still there. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, That's mad. Still, some of them are still there. Like very few. Most of them went after about season nine and the changes and the showrunner changed and stuff. But mm. It's not the same now. But it's something like that. But then also you don't get paid very much as a writer anymore. There's all the strikes in America, especially. Mm. They're worried about all that sort of stuff. That would be a real dream, dream job. I mean, I'd, I'd love my job. It's ridiculous how lucky I am getting to do what I do. Yeah. It's, it's insane. What would you call it? What's your job title? Uh, executive producer. Oh. Slash presenter. That's great, man. Yeah, yeah, that is great. That's what I am of this podcast. That's what? Title, am I? No. Executive producer. No, you just come here. Oh. You just I need to stick to my up. agent. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. No, I would say it's, yeah. The, the, one of the things with having like any dream job, I think anyone will find this, is that anything you do in the world, like however successful career you have, whatever, you end up, eventually it becomes like a job. There's a lot of people in my industry who just kind of moan about things that you should never moan about. Like, I've done this shit, jobs. <laughs> right. You know, working retail all the time and someone's screaming at you and something like that. Like, you yeah. know what that's like. You've got to do the hard work and then you can appreciate how lucky you are to be able to just turn up and then, I don't know. I know what you mean, yeah. Have you ever had, like, a really awful job like that? Uh, I used to work for a giant retail outlet who... Are a computer company called Apple okay. <laughs> in their shops, and it really gets you down after a while. I was trying to think of still if the NDA still applies when you leave. Like, they, Do you sign an NDA? There's all these things I mean, you sign like when you you don't have to talk about them for like months after and stuff like that. Wow, I didn't know that. It's probably I'm probably like because I've gone over the top with it and think I must not talk about Apple forever. Yeah, but I used to work for them, and um, it really, I didn't know companies. Yeah. Did it's just that. a lot of like frustrated middle-aged people going, "It's broken. I don't want to stay. I can't get away with it." Um, it's not even that. Like that's quite easy because then um, generally they come in and their phone is not working, and then they they shout at you because you've broken their phone. Uh, you've broken it, and then as they're shouting at you to the phone, because you're Apple, yeah, and then yeah. you do a hard reset while they're shouting at you, and then by the time they've, they're still shouting, the phone's already working in, but you let them go for a little bit longer. So then, <laughs> and you can turn the phone around and go, "There you go, I fixed it." And then they go like mid sentence, they go <laughs> like all that anger that doesn't know where to go. They got to switch gears immediately. It's quite funny. It's like going to into reverse. So oh my they, god! Do you a, charge them to hard reset it? No, it was just a good bit I used to do. That was quite fun, and then uh, <laughs> and then that was one thing. But then after time, like they changed the guy who was head of retail. I can't remember his name was, and the other guy came in who was a real jerk. And then what he did was make uh, save well make money by cutting costs by getting rid of all the staff because that's that's a big mm. outlay, right? And then you get rid of them. Suddenly, like your all the things that made it workable that you have time to you can spend four hours with someone talking about something they're not going to buy, and the company doesn't mind that. Because mm. you get a good experience and that mm. actually helps. It's a nice way to do it, really. And um, he's still got the cult in me. And then uh, <laughs> o- uh, over time, over Christmas, like you're just getting done. Time, time, time. iPad, 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 iPad. And you feel like a little robot. And then I had I got really stressed. Yeah, Aww. that was awful. It's not that. Have you ever had any uh, terrible jobs, busy care worker? Which yeah. he, this one came show, to see. Yeah. Well, I couldn't come because I was trying to hang out with Jeff Goldblum. Got a text off him saying, can't come, I might be meeting Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> that might have been the same night you came. <laughs> really? yeah. yeah. We had a guest that was supposed to come on the podcast because they were working with Jeff Goldblum. They couldn't. <laughs> and then they said, but do you want to come to Jeff Goldblum's gig? And I was like, well, maybe there's a chance I can get Jeff Goldblum to come on the podcast. But I didn't get around to meeting him. And the gig I had to go on, which was pretty Where was it not aimed at me. He was doing uh, Rough Trade East. You better uh, know his yeah. jazz band. I can't believe you thought we'd get Jeff Goldblum on this podcast. Ah, uh, listen. Man. Imagine him in here. 
Well, I I think I think we could have got him over Zoom. Yeah. I think we break the Zoom rule for Jeff Goldblum. Do you have Maybe. a Zoom rule? No, well, we, we don't to, we like to get do. people in the studio. It's nicer doing it like this. I don't like Zoom chats. Nah. Yeah, it's done. It's done, isn't it? Yeah. It's done. Depressing time. Just reminds you of all that time, yeah. Do you think it's mad how, like, they'd have, like, I don't know, actors or whatever would go on, like, this morning and they'd have the worst webcam set up and terrible lighting and it's just horrible and it's like you could have ordered. It's the sound. It's the sound. The sound is horrible. They could easily have ordered a USB mic at least. A ring light. And they're millionaires. But thanks to the guys at Laughing Around, we don't have those problems. Yeah. This is great, isn't it? It's good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming. It's a um, nice little studio. I like this. It's lovely. Look at the lights and everything. And you've got flowers. It's it's quite nice. They've been improving it gradually, like every week. Yeah. Yeah. It's not real. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> it makes sense. What were you going to do if it was real? I don't want to know if it's real. But we're not allowed to have real ones in our office. And I want real ones. Why is this? I don't know. Why can't we not? do the water pouring through the floor and the set. I don't know. It would catch fire. Well, the water it might not, but the floor, yeah, the floor below it might, yeah. Hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you came to make these football videos and the analysis stuff like. On TIFO? Yeah. Um... Uh, where do I start? What do you want me to start from? What do you want me to do? How do you get into that yeah. stuff? And and like and and <laughs> your point of um your point of interest to like go into that side of it as opposed to just casually. How do young people do it? Oh yeah, what okay. you do? Um, well, I do get asked this quite a lot. Oh really? Like loads of DMs. Yeah, loads. All how do you do it? <laughs> uh, I can. Oh, how, how do I think about how we do it? So, um. I'm trying to work out where to go back without being a boring story, but I'll try and do the interesting bits. Like all the things on camera, like so my the, the long story short, at the end of it, it's because I got asked to work for Tifo by Joe Devine, who's the guy that runs Tifo. He, he's it's whole it's his genius idea. Yeah, he's a genius that boy. Love that guy. And uh, before then, like I've all my life, I've been a musician. Uh, like I play guitar and piano, make songs, and then I was I can I went to Union to film, but I've always been making stuff for the camera. I was always drawing cartoons and making stuff like that, doing animations. Uh, always having a camera out and making little stuff with my friends or just on my own. And then I went to uni, did film. Uh, I started, I was doing, I was trying to make a little, I always wanted to make a cartoon, like I watched right for The Simpsons, right? Where I used to make yeah. a little puppet cartoon thing. Mm. I used to write stuff. My friend had been um, funny about doing that. And then uh, at uni, uh, I realized one day that everyone who was um, writing for The Simpsons was my age. <laughs> so I need to sort of wise up. So I started a football blog, could fit, fit by that, by with my friend Jack, who's really funny. And uh, we started that together and did really well instantly. Then I started making some silly little YouTube videos. These are the silly songs and that. And uh, they did one of Michael Ballack being a, a haddock fisherman. I think he had a farm. <laughs> and then the second one was about Owen Hargreaves released all these videos of him training, but it was very funny because he had like a ball, he's swimming against a wall and he was just like it, looked like, it looked like a montage video that needed to be spoofed and yeah. no one had done it yet. I couldn't believe it. You know, sometimes you get this idea that's funny and you're like, I've got to do it now. Yeah, or Before someone else does it. Yeah, so I just like I just nailed it out, and I didn't even know how to make the, uh, <laughs> the right screen resolution for the like the timeline thing. You know, the, I can't remember what I'm trying to say. This is part of my job. I even know what I'm saying. You know, it should be in sixteen nine, right? But I've done it with within like four three, but inside a sixteen nine window because so it's know, a weird shape. Didn't know how to, like, to expand it to make it full screen. So anyway, that was on Channel Four News, and it was it went mad. What? I came out, <laughs> went to the cinema, came out, and I had like. Uh, like hundreds of thousands of subscribers on YouTube. 
I had like oh, loads and wow. loads of followers. I had people sending me emails and stuff. It was on the front page of the Sun and all this sort of stuff. What were you watching in the cinema? I don't remember. Oh, see, I thought I'm that would have been that. a big thing for you. And I thought that film would always make you think like Men in Black 2, that was the day. No, it was like the movie was like watching my phone, like never ending with the pings. It was so exciting. Wow. Like, yeah. you know, like- Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's you know that uh, real problem people have with watching they don't want Instagram likes on this sort of stuff. Yeah, like oh my the god, the dopamine you must have been. Or try and chase that again. That's like the, it's the first time it's ever happened, and it's going crazy. Wow. Like, oh, what do I do with this? Then I got all these nice opportunities, and these got I got a couple of shows commissioned on YouTube channels like Copa Ninety, but I was always doing comedy stuff mm. basically. I just never I never done stand up, but I always like the funny stuff. So mm. um, I bit I think I'm better just doing it on camera, and then well, maybe I'm terrible. Who knows? And then I was doing all that sort of sort of bits. Worked ended up. Uh, moving down to London, thanks to Apple. <laughs> and uh, and they got a big store down. There. Yeah, they've got a huge one. I worked <laughs> in Regent Street. Jeez, oh, oh god. And then like uh, a thing that happened that was really fortunate was because I'd been doing this blog for so long. I've been doing all these videos, and all these videos were getting hundreds of thousands of views. Some, not all of them. Some are three thousand. Some are stupid. Like I do one about Brian Nelson being a wolf, and I do one about uh, Edward Bird and the transfer market and it goes nuts so i was really lucky with that right and they picked up and it's just because the momentum kept going and people knew who i was i think i was getting little commissions now and then i was turning down a lot of commissions because it was they were shit scripts mm. for stuff i just didn't want to do i didn't want to do stuff i didn't like it wasn't fun and then eventually i got an email through just randomly from these lads at bt sport who were looking to recruit a comedy writer to oh. write for their new sports nightly show so it's like doing late Great. night tv yeah. as a comedy writer on football I'm like Amazing. come on yeah, yeah. So what I went, a dream. Oh, I went for the interview and then uh, the, the role wasn't full time. And because I was working at Apple and had no money, like I was like, no money working in London. Uh, I was like, I can't, I can't take that because I don't have the time. Like Apple yeah. wouldn't let me work around it. Convinced them to give me a staff job as a runner. <laughs> oh, that's not much money. <laughs> and then I did that for like a year. And then it just out of the back of that, I was doing all these other videos and stuff in my spare time. And then I got... A, just apply for something at Telegraph and they liked my videos and I got there and I was seven, eight years as a real journalist at Telegraph doing some videos on the wow. side just started spotting I could do it and then we got and there's another guy called Tom Gibbs who's an editor at Telegraph he's an amazing writer he's really funny as well he works at Telegraph and he suggested doing these videos with the tactics board at the Telegraph ah. so before I even like Tifo had done it I was doing it years and years ago with this uh, but I was doing it with an actual like Subutio board and I was using oh, yeah, yeah. like action men figures and stuff to do the Gareth Bale against other little people just making it a bit daft right? yeah, yeah. I don't like things that are too serious yeah mm. of course as you can probably tell but yeah. yeah yeah and that's how I got here wow that's probably the best answer we've ever had on the podcast was that too long proper no, guest that's proper right. guest today. that's very kind of you to say proper so. guest we've had, we've had some awful we've had some awful people we've had some absolute dross yeah yeah
It's been bad. Would you say that every week? Who's your talent? Every looking? guest. Uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the moment, I've not really pulled my weight, I've got to be honest. Yeah, no no one agrees to do it when he asks. <laughs> yeah, that's what's been happening. Also, women, we do, they don't want to do it. We've got to stop saying that, though. I think... <laughs> no, they do. They've just been busy. Yeah. Yeah. They're busier than us. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Can you tell us about your problem that you've brought in for us to solve? Uh, yeah, I was thinking I've got two right now. I think of the first one is... I'm, one on uh, your left and one on your right. Well, I'm... <laughs> 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 yes. uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And I had... Uh, oh, no, my actual ones is that I'm pretty sure I've left my balcony door wide open in my flat. I've just realised that walking here. That could be an issue. Uh, now... Obviously, a balcony suggests you're not on the ground floor, right? No. No. So it's going to be difficult for somebody to get in even. So the thing you've got to worry about, of course, is pigeons. Oh, I didn't even thought of that. Yeah. How high? No, they won't let me in the house. How like, high? <laughs> how high is it? How, how Three. High? That's too much, though, isn't it? I think to if they can get up there, they deserve my stuff. Yeah. yeah. No it's one's happened to me. There. So I grew up in a flat. Um, what, on what floor? Uh First floor, first floor, I think, yeah. Yeah, and that got broken into because someone came through the balcony. But that climb, it's still hard. Yeah. But I, don't, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. I wouldn't make a habit. Would you be able to do that climb? I don't know how they did it. Mm. I, I think it, so. Was it an inside job? Was your dad after the insurance money? Was it money? my dad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after the insurance money. It could have been, yeah. 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 I think That's what okay. my old man would have done. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, I think the main thing you've got to work out, uh, worry about, sorry, is uh, is winged animals. Yeah. <laughs> I Especially if have... they form a sort of gang and then don't let me in the house, you know? Like say, this is our house now. Yeah. Do you remember A Bug's Life? I do remember it. I had a thing, a toy, which was Flick, the main character, but it was like a, a motion sensor thing that defends your room. <laughs> so if you walk near it, it goes, stop, turn back. And stuff. So you want to get one of those, pop it in the balcony. I mean, we should do that. You'll be safe. If I had done that, I'd be all right. Once yeah. you've scaled a three-story building at your own risk, and then you come to steal not flick. very much stuff, to be honest. Yeah. If it's small little, I bet you've. Got do you live alone? Yes, I do. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you can't even send anyone around. No. no one's got a spare key. No, one of my friends does. Okay. Maybe you should do traps like Home Alone. I do. Yeah, so yeah. then you're fine. I've got some, some set just now. Yeah. So the worry is that I walk in and someone has got in, they're now dead and I have to deal with it. It's like an <laughs> yeah. accidental They've murder. they hit with a bowling ball in the face. Or you forget the traps yeah. that you've set and you set one off yourself. And, I mean, that is a real problem, but I have an app on my phone. It's called Home Alone and I use it regularly to set all my traps. You can, you know, much like just setting the color of the bulbs in your house, you can... It's an Amazon yeah. thing, isn't it? You can make it? sure that it's not a flamethrower behind the door. <laughs> yeah. And that's handy. I didn't, I didn't know you could get Yeah, it's, it's brand new. Have you seen Home Alone? Yes, that's one of the oh, films I have seen. He's seen about three films, that's why. I've, can I shock you? Yeah. I've seen Home Alone 1 and 2 more so than then, once. Oh, nice. So then that's it. Yeah. And one other film. Be Football Factory. Home Alone 3. <laughs> Big Green Street. <laughs> uh, Fear and Love in Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, I because you live in your own, right? Have yeah. you ever locked yourself out and not been able to get hold of your spare key? Because this happened to me fairly recently. Uh, and I managed to break into my own flat. 
and it was almost my greatest crowning achievement. That's pretty good. How high up do you live? Uh, I live on the fifth floor. Holy! And, <laughs> oh, wait, you went outside the building. Oh no! Wait. Yeah, because it's uh, one of those where the balcony is like a gangway, like out the front of the building. It's not covered. It's like railings out the front. You go oh, along yeah. the kind of gangway thing. Oh, I think I know, and, like the Hackney sort of. Yeah, yeah, areas. yeah, yeah. And uh, basically, I was locked because if I'd gone out the front door, I would have been fucked, or I could have at least messaged the neighbours to get in that main door, but I couldn't still get into my mm. flat and I found a long piece of wood and then I got my arm in the letterbox and I was like, if I can just flick the handle because it wasn't double locked because I'd locked myself out by accident, then I know I'd be able to get in. But I couldn't get my hand all the way through. So I had to use a piece of wood to like smash off the letterbox. So I was just on the fifth floor for a while smashing my own letterbox till it all came off. And I managed to like get my arm in enough just far enough that I could then with a bit of wood Flick the handle. Did no one and come and look as at you it doing it? No one gives a shit. Around no, my no way. Wow. So, right. but after that, I celebrated like I'd won fucking lottery or something. Every week he comes out about with the, like a harrowing story from his life, and it really upsets me. <laughs> Some of the stuff you. Go Why? Because you're what? What? Your life's so you're so in control of everything. There'd was be nothing like, for the podcast if I wasn't here. Was there not like someone outside the bottom and said, oh, I saw someone trying to break into your flat the other day. It looked like you, but like a disheveled. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looks like, yeah. A, looks yeah. like a comedian. Looks like a comedian you you've never heard of. of. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You I forgot the exact bit to the call back yeah. properly. But, <laughs> it's know, all right. It's, yeah. I didn't even think to do it, so it's good. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got chops. He does. Have you ever thought of doing stand-up? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I don't think I'd be very good at it. I'd forget what I'm doing and laugh at the punch thing. That works be fine. for some people. You think so? Yeah. Don't know. Uh, I thought you were very good at yours. You got control Thank you of the very crowd. Much. I saw Bilal do his uh, show. The what's I've it heard it's yeah. very good. Yeah, it's really good. I really liked it a oh, lot. Thank you. I'm hard to please with comedy shows. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes. Yeah, I've heard. Good. I heard it was very good. That's available. Uh, by the time this is out, it's available as on a go on Go Faster Stripe for what a fiver. F- what the fuck? All is- fifteen pounds if you want a tea towel. Special design. <laughs> yeah. What kind of tea? Just any tea towel? No, it's got a little drawing of you me got, on it. You've got to deal with Dunelm. <laughs> Just get a pack of five tea towels. No, one tea towel. <laughs> Don't tell people they get five tea towels. Anyway, right. can I just say, what the fuck is wrong with you, by the way? What's this That was now? nearly a slick link when you're promoting your own shit. When you're trying to do this podcast, you're like, um, it's you can like and subscribe. You do know how to do it. You just don't like doing it properly. When it suits I, you, you, I do, do it. the important stuff properly. Mm. It's probably all my professionalism exuding. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's, um, that's what it is. He's trying to impress you. Of course, sure. I am. Yeah. Is well, that yeah, why you've worn you a jacket coming. like the kind of jackets I wear? No, my wife got me this. Yeah. Maybe that's because she wants me to look like you. Yeah. It's working. It's quite loose. But like a dishevelled. Yeah. Like dishevelled. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a guest problem? Uh, did you have two problems? I can did you want another one if you want? Yeah, yeah, you can do your second one because let's face it, you're getting robbed right now. Oh, okay. Well, yes, yeah. yeah, sure. I need to have some ideas to sell. That's that's how it works. You can sell ideas to people. There's the idea buyer. Anyway, so there's a. <laughs> I am lucky enough to have been able to uh, to buy some of a flat in uh, London, and ah, yes, I'm, it's very fortunate of me. So I'm very pleased with that. However. The, it's a new build and they've got like you have to pay a service charge obviously to live in these places mm. and that's meant to cover you for all things that go wrong yeah uh. now tell me this what would your position be when the bin store it's all key fobs right the yeah. bin store 
has been, I've been away on holiday for a bit, so I've not had to deal with it. But for 14 days now, no one can get into the bins. So people have just been <laughs> leaving bin bags outside. Oh, that's horrible. Uh-huh. Then they stopped that because the foxes were having a whale of a time, of course. Yeah. And so then they've kept them on their balcony, which is not nice, no. you know? So then like the, everyone's been sending emails of various levels of aggression. Mm. Um, I've just finished reading How to Make Friends and Influence People. And I was thinking I could send him a nice one based on what Dale Carnegie says. But uh, I think it's sort of fixed-ish now. But they keep saying it's going to be fixed. It's going to be fixed, but it isn't. And is it a problem with the that's technology really of the fob on the bin door? I don't think that's my problem specifically because I don't think I need to get into that. But what I mean, the problem is, like, should you complain and try and ask for some money from your service charge back? Because if you're paying yes. for a service that isn't being performed, that doesn't seem fair to me. Um, you my, won't get it back, though. No, my no. advice on that is uh, my, I've got a friend who's a lawyer and he always says, that it's good to write them a nice letter, but with some threats in it, such oh. as I will demand some of my service charge back. Um, you know how much these new builds have been getting bad press because of things like cladding. I'm sure you would hate for your building to end up in the press because I'm going to go and complain to them if you don't fix mm. this, blah, blah, blah. So oh, you, seems... you should put in where where you can escalate these threats to it's and why it would be bad though, for them. That... I was thinking more like you go along the lines of um, I, you, obviously your building group has a great reputation and I'm sure you yourself have been inundated with responses from angry uh, residents which cannot be particularly enjoyable for you and I'm sorry you've had to go through that as I'm sure you understand or appreciate uh, living in a flat full of garbage bags <laughs> full of um, food and whatever the hell else is there mm. is not ideal and unsanitary and it's the kind of thing that would attract unwanted attention from certain avenues where it to be shared, which obviously no one wants to happen. And then I threaten them and say, and if you don't change it now, I'm going to find out where you live. And I'm yeah. going to... Dump all do. the rubbish on your doorstep. I'm going to set fire to your house and everyone you know. I'm going to set fire to everyone you know if you don't fix my fucking bin. Didn't you need to be it. such a long email then, did it? No. <laughs> Could have just been that It goes off. And it there's not even a final end. It's just like... Yeah. It's just, it's just goes, I like to imagine it's just all like, nicely... Ah, and it just gets smaller it's, and smaller. It's just like, like, it's like the, the punctuation ah. gets worse as it goes and the spelling and everything. Like, and at the, end, the bottom is a picture it. of a lizard. Yeah. And that's it. Can I just say, um, we do not condone threatening to set fire to anybody's houses. I think legally we have to say that, do we? I'm not saying it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> you could say it. You said that, that what a lawyer told you was to threaten people. <laughs> yeah, but in a rational way. Um, <laughs> There's no fire setting. <laughs> um, so uh, I've got a listener's problem for you. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And this has been sent in by Yeep Char. I've no idea why they're called that. Yeep Char. Um, but Yeep Char um, has recently moved to Minnesota, oh. as I believe they say over there, Minnesota. It's Minnesota. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, it's spef- it is with Min- a T, for sure. Is that how they talk in Fargo? You seen Fargo? Uh, yeah, but Are it's... Are they based in Minnesota? And I can't remember. No, it's not... What the hell I can't is it? remember. It's the very north part. What the hell is it called? I can't think what it's called. Now. I'm sorry, everybody. Anyway, sorry. Uh, she's got in touch and she said, I've moved to Minnesota recently <coughs> mm-hmm. and the standard of men for dating is absolutely appalling. How would you suggest I go about lowering my standards so that I can find love? Oh, I like this. <laughs> wow. So they've already decided they just want to lo- lower their standards. Well, I, I guess they've got no option. 
Uh, well, I think the most natural thing to do is just try and see past outer beauty and look at inner beauty. But we don't know what low standards, well, we don't know what it means. All... They could all be stunning, mm. but stink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could be. Yeah. That could be it. I still think it's going to be the, I bet it's more the personality that yeah. you can lean on. Uh, it's a really tough one. How does she? How does she lower her standards? Yeah. I mean, listen. I am very vain. Okay. So I, I definitely, you know, I'm going for beauty every time. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd really struggle to work out. But what if the personality is very bad? Well, it's not gonna last long, but it will last for some amount of time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Boris Johnson is in the body of. Margot Robbie. Hmm. He doesn't mind that. He's pro Boris. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like. No that wonder he's got no trouble uh, lowering the standards. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, That's it's a good perfect, point. No, I mean, I I have met people that I've fancied that have been awful, and I've, as a point of principle, not got with them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I can think of at least two examples, <laughs> but that's it in thirty-eight years. So I don't know, but I I would maybe suggest if we're going along the lines that that you've picked up on, um, perhaps you've got to join a club of like something that you're interested in, like a hobby. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, fencing. find out people with common interests, rock climbing, mm-hmm. hmm. that kind of thing. What sort of things do you think attracts people that are that she'd like? I I mean, you I have know? no idea. Don't know, I don't much, know about much about her. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's what's an interesting thing to do, you know? Something like rock climbing, at least you'll be trying to keep in shape if she cares about that. You know? Yeah. Build a terrarium, they're nice. They are nice. Oh. Yeah. You ever built one? No. You can buy them. There's a yeah. shop on uh, Yes. There's a shop on is it Hackney right now? Yeah, I know. Uh Bethnal Green Road. Yes, I've been there. That sells terrarium. I'm gonna get one for my mum. Yeah? Yeah. How much do they cost though? No, not the big one. You can get little ones that are not as pricey, but the big why ones don't can you, be really Why don't expensive. you get a make your own one kit? It'll be much cheaper. And then you can make it and then give it to her. And then I have to cheaper. make it. But it won't take you long to make it. Depends how good you are at it. So she needs to go to a terrarium making class? Is that what we... <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. That's the only advice that we can give. Do they do that in Minnesota, do you think? I would say that... Love always can be found in very unusual places, Bilal. Joey, that's beautiful. Thank you. I like that. I know a cool date idea. But my question is, what's the science behind that? Oh. Uh, it's too advanced to discuss in this <laughs> limited time that we have. I'll tell that's you something a great you way can to do. Go, but... If either of you are going on dates, it's not related to anything really. But you can do life drawing, but it's like wild animals. What, naked animals? That's sick. Like this. <laughs> Yeah, like the, <laughs> like the Cadbury's bunny. Like. No, it's like a, they have like a wolf with like, and they bring like a lion out. in. <laughs> Stop getting aroused by yeah. it. I'm getting aroused. How is the wolf hot? <laughs> I mean, the wolf sounds hot. Yeah, I think this episode's been absolutely brilliant. How do they keep the wolf man. from like? How does how does it lay back? No, yeah. it mauls some of the people. <laughs> it's part of it. It's part of the experience. I like that a bit less. Have you got to draw whilst test. running and hiding? <laughs> yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Wait, who's naked? You have to be. You're naked. Yeah, and the animal's not. 
the animal's obviously fully clothed. Don't be disgusting. <laughs> it's got a little suit on the wolf. <laughs> Listen, it's not normally like this, all right? It's like it's every fucking week. Yeah, I know, but I didn't want to say. No, I don't mind that. I like this. It's good. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I feel like we actually gave some genuinely good advice there. Yeah. Also, yeah. people hear that my stomach keeps rumbling. <laughs> That happened last week. I know. I don't know what what they did. It's about this well, time of day. Two things happened last week and this week. Last time he downed a Pepsi Max, oh. and this time he downed a pint uh. of beer. Oh. Now, do you think that's the cause? <laughs> yeah, quite pro- quite possibly. <laughs> no more. Did you hear that? <laughs> that was so loud. <laughs> I don't know. It's another problem for another episode. I'm going. We're going to have to talk about my digestion <laughs> next week. You're falling apart, man. I am. That's why I'm going to get to thirty eight. How how old are you? Uh, 37 and a half. Are you? Yeah. My God, look at how much better he looks than I do. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I think you look nice. I don't. I look like a shit version of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, have we got time for... How are we doing for time? Well, have we got time for a quick... We have eight knows minutes best? till no. you have to... Let's do a oh, Colleen no. Do you want to leave best? at 6.30? I should. Yeah, yeah I okay. Should. Yeah, no, no, right. we're fine for that. Okay, yeah. thank you. We're going to do a Colleen Nolan Knows Best. Right. Colleen Nolan. You know Colleen Nolan. From uh, from Loose Women. TV show. Yes. Uh, She's got her own Agony Aunt page on the Daily Mirror website. Oh, does she? And uh, we're going to give you a problem that she's been given and see how you match up against her advice. Oh, okay. Okay. I like it. Uh, My parents hate that I am dating an older woman. This isn't me. I'm I'm reading the thing. Yeah. My parents date that I am... Date? Fucking hell. My parents hate that I'm dating an older woman with a child... Whilst I'm at university. The woman has a child. He's not no, this is dating a, th- a child. Uh, <laughs> dear Colleen, I'm 19 in my first year at university and I'm really enjoying myself. I'm loving the course I'm on. I've made a good bunch of friends. I've also met an older woman who I've been dating for a few months. And this cool. relationship is where the problems lie. Basically, my parents have gone off their nut. <laughs> <laughs> because they see my girlfriend as a distraction. Scrolling down past the adverts. Um, they don't like she's five years older than me and has a two-year-old daughter from a previous relationship. They think it's messy and I'm taking on too much as I'm only 19 and have my whole future ahead of me, etc., etc. Um, The truth is my girlfriend is very responsible. She and her daughter live with her parents. This sounds shit. Um... <laughs> um her ex takes the baby every other weekend and my girlfriend is doing a good job in a fashion store in town. That's what you're missing. Okay, says. yeah. yeah. She's sure? not have a baby though. Mm, you sure? She's certainly with her you parents. Sure? sure? I don't think it's her. Okay. <laughs> um, however, my parents don't want to hear any of this and obviously have made all kinds of assumptions about her. Uh, they're saying, we're the ones who fund your education and lifestyle, which... Feels like they are warning me that they could cut me off if I don't do what they want. Mm-hmm. Did it say how old the girlfriend is? Well, five years older, so if they're 19, uh, 24. Okay. What do you think? Well, they're both very young. They both live at home, right? Yeah. yeah. One's at uni. Yeah. So, I mean, people, where do they live? Do you know what city they're in? Does it say? Let's say Ipswich. <laughs> I, I know Ipswich very well, so I can safely... <laughs> assume that their lives are glamorous yeah, <laughs> and it's hot there. Mm. Oh, God. I mean, who's to... 
stand in the way of their love apart parents. from him well the parents but then he uh, he might he, I mean 19 you're young yeah. as a lad right so his, every chance he's getting caught up something he just is having a really good time and doesn't really want to give that up he doesn't mm. really know how the world works yet and so he's getting caught into something and getting all the emotions he doesn't really understand yet because they're man, brand new to him and he might think it'll, it'll never happen again so I need to latch onto this and lock it down but you know, with time, when he's 28, 29, 30, he'll be able These to look back. These kind of opportunities are 10 a penny. You reckon? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, an Ipswich maybe. But, it's uh, like, do you really want a stepson when you're 19 and at uni? I mean, it, yeah, it's a bit... I thought it was going to be the, the older one was like, um, he was going out with what used to be his old teacher or something. Yeah, like. I thought it was going to be that. To be I thought that would be that. Be I that, thought yeah. it was going to be juicier than That happens his. quite a lot, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think it's fine. If I think she she just has children. There's nothing wrong with that. Like what she does Colleen think? Yeah. Colleen says, sounds like your parents are panicking a bit and overreacting. However, trying to control you is only going to make you resent them and stop you confiding in them. So they have to help. Uh, you have to help them to see they can trust you. That's really I don't know that. if your relationship is at this stage, but maybe she should meet the parents to alleviate some of their fears. That's good advice. That's good advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a parent myself, I understand their concerns. You are so young and at a point where you should be embracing all the amazing opportunities open to you, such as travel, meeting people, work experience, and so on. Work experience. Not running around, being covered in milky, sick, and Uh-oh. pseudo cream. It doesn't say that. I've done that myself. Yeah, she wouldn't say that, Colleen. No. Well, she's done a good answer this time. She, she, did. she doesn't always... Comments? Comments. There's been four comments. The comment sections can be quite good. Yes, they certainly can. Also terrible. Michael BB, who I believe left a comment last week. Mm. Just stay the course of your education and your parents will come round and things will be fine. Boring. I didn't even need to read that. That's not even true, though. Um, you. It's your future. You're an adult. Uh, you do what you want and what makes you happy, says Sugar45. Yeah. One of the comments has been deleted. <laughs> that must have been awful to I'm, get deleted from this. I'm pretty sure that was your lawyer saying what you do is write them a letter and threaten them. <laughs> yeah. uh, this could be this garden of 47 says this could be our story, except my husband was 17 and I was five years older. And the child I had was two years earlier and had died at birth. Jesus. You should have read it first. I know. Did that get any likes? <laughs> I think I got three likes. Um, we didn't listen. We married six months later. He finished his course. We had three kids and we celebrated our 52nd wedding anniversary this month. When you know, you know. That, that just, I just wanted to brag that they've been married for a long time. That wasn't relevant to this 19-year-old at all. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, then you know that you know that this is a good podcast. So please make sure you like, rate, and subscribe. And why not tell some of your friends if you've got any? It's on YouTube as well, by the way. A lot of effort goes into the video side. Yeah. It's not just audio. Is there, is there anything you would like to plug uh, as a sort of reward for spending an hour with us two idiots? Uh, no, you should watch Bilal's comedy uh, oh, show. Yes, man. Thing. You should do that. It's really good. Uh, that's all. I'll get a tea. I'll get a tea. I'll get a plug. Just off. Yeah. No, it's all right. Um, I'll get a tea towel. Oh, thanks. Yeah. What should I plug of yours? Um, I've got a second-hand tea towel for sale oh, that yeah. I've just got off Bilal's website. Oh, that's good. But then you've, you've touched it, so then it's worth more. 
or, yeah. or much, much less. Should we get some? Yeah. T- should we get some branded tea towels for the show? Are they selling all your tea towels? Uh, they haven't been. They're not on sale just yet. Right. Okay. We'll see. All we right. can do that, but then that they have to take a cut. We're left with pennies. Mm. I'll be selling tea towels outside the studio back door. Thank you so much for coming on. It's Thanks been an absolute me. pleasure. Yeah, so nice to meet you. Thanks for taking the time to come in and see us. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Been lovely. We've all learned and we've helped. We've helped. Our own way. Yeah. And my stomach's rumbling, so it's time for dinner, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everybody. And until next time, got a a problem, problem, mate. mate. Don't forget to use the hashtag. We don't. We thought I'd try something new, but. um... This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.